On the Prep Rally Podcast, we will talk about the feats of the week for this week, and also spring sports are wrapping up. We're going to be right back. It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. What a day. Now, we're supposed to have some storms coming in uh, this evening, but we have had some great weather. Ricky Fires, we cannot complain about. I know it's not Leland Barclay, summertime, 100-degree, humidity, 100% days. They're coming. They're coming. But we've had some great days, but it looks like we're going to have some storms this week, so uh, spring sports could be affected. But we'll see. So I'm Chip Souza, Henry Apple, Ricky Fires, Paul Boyd, Leland Barclay. We are here to bring you 30 minutes of great sports commentary. Give or take a few. Give or take a few. So let's start out with a little soccer. Ricky Fires, you saw a 1-1 draw. Hey. Hey. Nil draw. Nil, nil. Oh, it's nil, nil. No, no, no. No, 1-1. They did score. They did score. They both get a point. Yellow card. Yellow card Um, goes up. You know what? It, it, you know, it's hard for me to write a tie game, uh, but it was kind of exciting. Uh, That's how good looking your sister is, right? You I mean, kiss yeah. your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I went up there. Bentonville boys are leading the uh, conference. Um, uh, Harbor comes in four and four, and I'm expecting Bentonville just kind of blow them away, but they did. Man, Harbor went up there and took it to them, and. Uh, Gained a 1-1 tie. Both of them gained a point in the system. And like you said, we're winding down. So every game's important. This is not a double limit. You only get one shot. So it's vitally important every game. And next week, a big game, Bentonville and Fayetteville. I think they're they're up there league leaders. But Harbor really helped themselves. And and actually, Bentonville got lucky um, because their goalie, we're talking about feet of the week, um, Harbor just and how about this for a brilliant pregame analysis? The wind was blowing, gusting it up was, 35 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. And I put on Twitter, I said, the team who has the wind at its back in the first half has a big advantage. I mean, if I cover, I mean that that's brilliant. Yeah. If I cover soccer 90 more years, I think I could do the World Cup. If he covers soccer the, 90 more years, he'd be 190 years old. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. So. Uh, 1-1 tie there, Bentonville and Springdale Harbor. Uh, good for Harbor came in and, and yeah. uh, was able to hold its own with Bentonville, so good for them. Now, Ricky, I want to make sure I got this straight because I, I'm the softball guy. Uh, Henry's the baseball guy. Paul's the naturals guy. Leland's the River Valley guy. But in soccer, they're only playing eight conference games. Is that cor- Or matches, yeah. is that correct? Yeah. So Something about just the calendar that they time. couldn't do the double, the round robin and everything, so you get – one shot. One shot. Yep. And then, uh, you know, obviously wins and losses are what's going to determine the seeding. And then uh, ties uh, create one point. You get a yep. win, you get three, three, three points. points. Yes. So that's how that works. Um, and also the – don't forget, or maybe we haven't mentioned, if we have uh, a reminder, the 6A state soccer tournament will be played in Fort Smith. That will be at north side and south side. Uh, coming up Girls in at May. one spot and boys, boys at, at the, the other. other. Yeah, yep. that'll be coming up in May. Um, and um, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast that the West in the 6A, the West is that they are the dominant teams. It's yep. like we used to be in football. We still are in football, but now it's F U T B A L L instead of F O O T B A L F. So well, a good example of that with the Harbor just four four and one on a year and come up there and and, and tie 
earns a 1-1 tie at Bentonville, yeah. which is leading the league. It shows you the quality of, parody. of that uh, yeah. conference. Yeah, parity. Um, and, we, and, you know, this. now that was in boys last night. The girls um, is even better. The girls even better. I mean, you know, Fayetteville, Fayetteville. I think they had one back-to-back. Bentonville yeah. West wins it last year. That's th- yeah. at least three years in a row. Bentonville, Henry, how many soccer state championships has Bentonville won? A bunch. On the girls' side, several. I mean, they got a trophy case full. Um, so, though, you know, the West, is, in, as far as soccer is concerned, but the West is always going to always be the teams to beat in soccer. Now, let's go over to baseball. Uh, had a couple of good baseball games. I'm going to kick it over to Leland real quick. Leland, you saw a good, a very, very good game last night uh, down at Fort Smith, Bentonville 4, Northside 3. It was a good one. Uh, it was 1-1 one one after four innings. And then Bryson Delosier and Eli McCall for Bentonville hit home runs to take a 4-1 to one lead in the top of the fifth. And then Kyvion Perkins had a two-RBI double in the bottom of the fifth to cut it to 4-3. to three. And that's how it ended. Wow. Uh, of course, you know, I, after the game, uh, Coach Todd Abbott was talking about how Carter Nye, they've moved him into the starting rotation as the number two starter or as the starter in game twos okay. now for four weeks. Okay. The last four weeks. He's now 2-0, two, and oh, two wins in a row, and he's kind of solidified that pitching staff a little bit. He went the first five, looked very good. And then they brought in Connor Adair, who pitched two scoreless innings of relief to get the save. Uh, so Bentonville now is eight and six, which normally we'd be thinking, oh, eight and six. Well, that's the end of it. Well, not now. Uh, right. They do have the open week next week. Right. And then they close the season against Springdale because everybody now is playing 16 conference games. Correct. So Bentonville's looking good. Northside and Southside are battling it out for that, uh, you know, sixth and final state tournament berth now. Correct, correct. Um, so staying with baseball in 6A, Henry taking it back over to you. Rogers Heritage last night, they beat Fayetteville 6-4. to four, So Heritage is giving himself a little bit of separation in that number two spot. Well, it's it's still really kind of muddled if you look at it because you have Heritage at 8-4. and four, Harbor's at 9-5. and five. But Harbor has two games left. Heritage has four games left because Harbor will have the open week on the final week. Right. So, and then you still have Bentonville there looming at eight and six. And they'll finish up in the final week against Springdale. So, for that number two, three, four, maybe even the spot, five spot, it's a jumbled mess. And it jumbles up every single week. Now, how big was it for Harbor? on Monday to get a no-hitter from Ross Felder. How big was that for, for Harbor? Very huge because now they've got themselves – after they got their last conference game, they lost 7 to nothing to yeah. Fayetteville on yeah. a you – know, they just couldn't get a hit. But then all of a sudden they get a no-hitter, and we, we talked about Ross Felder who had a no-hitter Monday. He turns around Tuesday, has three hits, Swings including a two-run home run. Yeah. And Harbor run rules – Southside ten to nothing, yeah. so that's two shutouts. Two big wins for them to get them back within a half game of second place. Five five losses in the loss column. Heritage has four losses in the loss column, but we got some open you know some open weeks coming up or whatever. You're right, Henry. It's going to be a dogfight. Uh, Rogers, well, you, you talk about that no hitter on Monday. You know, there's been three no hitters in the six A West this year, right? Because Delamar threw one against um, Northside, right? Uh, a couple of years ago, or yeah, a couple, couple of weeks, weeks ago, ago yep. and then Northside combined for one 
actually it was north side because he went up against McLean Moody. And the north side had three pitchers combined for one early in conference play. So that's three no hitters this year. Well, didn't Rogers have one too? Didn't Rogers have a no hitter? Didn't didn't no I ended up with a one one hitter. hitter. Okay. Okay. So two of those were complete game no hitters. That's the first time that I can find since 2010 that there has been a complete game seven inning no hitter thrown in the conference. And I bet Paul covered that one in 2010 because that was Rogers Heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's a rarity. You know, there's been some six inning no hitters like Casey Ford had a six inning no hitter in 2014. Uh, they won 12 to two, but there's still no hitter. So there's been five inning and six inning no hitters. But to throw a complete game seven hit no hit shutout is is pretty rare in the conference. That is. Let's also t- while we got you here, uh, Leland. Let's talk about the five A West where uh, Greenwood got a, got a completed a sweep yesterday, and they are perfect so far in the five A West. Absolutely, they're ten and zero along with Greenbrier, who's ten and zero. Greenwood yesterday won eleven to five behind Aiden Kennan, who improved to seven and zero. And then, of course, Grant Carnes pitched the nine cap, and they won six to five on a RBI single in the bottom of the seventh inning by Weston Pashir mm. to get that sweep, uh, which knocks Mountain Home now down into close to a third. I think there's still one game ahead of Van Buren in the conference standings. Van Buren got a, swept, a sweep as well, going to Harrison, getting a um, 13 to nothing win and a 23-3 win. And in the first game, Presley Nichols went the distance, struck out 11. He also homered in his first at bat and then was walked intentionally three straight times. <laughs> Put him on. And, Put him and, was walk, and was walked intentionally once in the second game. Wow. So that makes uh, Van Buren's kind of surging now, uh, getting close to uh, you know a state tournament berth. But Greenwood and Greenbrier, 10-0 in the 5A West. They play at Greenwood. May the second, double header. Be a good one. Uh, also, I'll mention in the lower classifications, Henry, the Farmington Cardinals wrapped up the four A one conference regular season championship yesterday. I believe I saw the third straight season that they've won the four A one, and the Elkins Elks uh, won the three A one conference. They went undefeated in the three A one, and they wrapped up that conference championship. Yeah, an impressive note. They swept a double header from. Uh, Green Forest, I think the final scores were 16 to nothing, 16 to 1. Miss that extra, miss that, miss that extra point, Paul. They had it, 17. Now, the first win Monday against Green Forest was Coach Hunter Corbell's 100th career victory Congratulations as well. to him. So, yeah. so he got that. And also, Greenland won the 2A1 conference yeah, okay. Good title. Deal. So, yeah, and this is the final week of the regular season for these teams. They'll go into conference play Next week. Now, Greenland's coached by Little Larkin. Really? Yeah. Little Larkin. Jordan? Jordan Larkin. Jordan Larkin. Yeah. He, uh, he got, got him a championship over there. So, uh, he's, he's winning d- despite his athletic director. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> bad. <is> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, good baseball being played all around. And uh, Leland also, I think, in the 3A4, Boonville, are they, how are they doing in their conference down there? They, uh, they clinched the number one seed. They are. Uh, they won the conference championship. They have a couple of non-conference games next week. Dax Goff hit his ninth homer this past week. Wow. I went down and talked to him. They played a non-conference game at Alma. Went down and talked to him and Aaron Kimes, uh, the head coach of Boonville. In that game, 
he had a double, a triple, and a or a single, a double, and a triple. He did. They did keep him in the park, though. Okay, he didn't hit one out. So no, Leland was no, telling but me, but his slugging percentage. Look yeah. at the stats on Monday. Yeah, that's his his OPS and his slugging percentage. I mean, he's um, boy, he he may be better on the baseball field. Boy, I don't know. You know that better on the baseball field than he was on the football field. But well, I, I don't know. Statistically speaking, he may be. Uh, he might Leland be. Leland was telling His me his numbers are just off the charts. Well, he had a he had a two point. I mean, he was he had a two point something uh, uh, OPS, right? Well, that was two weeks ago. I noticed yeah. this week. He Let me tell you something. If you have, if you have anything 1. over a one, something. yeah, yeah, anything over a one is great. He was at two. <laughs> well, yep. But but he must have had a um, he must have had a. I guess just a, a a really good game because I noticed he fell below the two to a one point mm. nine something this yeah. past week. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Uh, so let's talk a little softball. Uh, yesterday I went over to uh, Centerton to uh, catch the Bentonville West Bentonville game. It was all Bentonville. They jumped out to a four zero lead in the first inning. Uh, raise your hand if you've heard this name before. Casey Wood um, hit a two run homer oh, yeah. in the bottom of the first, and then in the I'm sorry, in the top of the first, then in the top of the second. Uh, uh, West pitching got a little wild. They walked a batter. I think maybe gave up a single or something, got bases loaded. Trista Peterson walked up there rubbing her hands together going, look what I got. little mustard, little rye bread. Yeah, and uh, big salami. She had a little salami right there. Um, she said, um, I talked to her after the game. And Now, the last time I had talked to her, I didn't really talk to her, but the last time I would seen her at a game was after she had taken a shot in the mouth mm. from, from a softball that knocked her one of her oh. front teeth back. Ooh. And and almost knocked it out, and they had gotten it all fixed up. She has everything now. She's wearing a little retainer until it all you know strengthens itself That's back right. up. But anyway, this is how tough she is. And let me tell you, Ricky, she's a whole lot tougher than you. Okay, I'm just going to believe this out it. There. She said, and now this, she took a shot in the mouth a couple weeks ago. She said, I knew I knew uh, the West pitcher was pitching outside, so I crowded the plate. <laughs> crowded the Ain't plate. Scared. Ain't scared. Ain't scared. <laughs> crowded the plate and looked for something outside, and she got it. And and Ricky, what's the the uh, the sound effect you use? Phew! Right over the right over the right field fence, right center field fence for a grand slam, um, giving the big lead. And uh, and uh, Casey Wood went four for four yesterday wow. and had had uh, four RBIs. So big win for Bentonville, which moved to nine and zero in the conference. The second place, Harbor, they just continue to win. What a great job Candy Bailey's wow. done this year getting that Harbor program uh, back where it was yep. previously as a competitor for conference championships there at number two. Barely ahead of Rogers who they beat last week. So that's going to be a good little conference race. And the 6A state softball tournament will be played in Conway. Is that right? Conway. I think? Conway. Um, so that will be coming up. So that's going on in 6A. In 5A. Leland Van Buren yesterday went on the road and got a sweep at Harrison. Big, big win for them. 4-0 in the first game, 1-0 in the second game. Yeah, you know, that was that was a battle last night at least of or on Tuesday night at least of one versus two. Yeah. Now Van Buren's sweep of Harrison actually knocked Harrison to third. And now the Greenwood Lady Bulldogs are now in second. They're yep. sitting at seven and three. Van Buren's ten and zero. Uh, like we said, they've got um, um, Greenbrier. I forget who they have left, but they're sitting ten and zero, and in first place. Ember Caldwell yesterday had fifteen strikeouts in the second game. Uh, Riley wow. Lowry knocked yeah. in the only run in the in the first game. She knocked in Haley Allen, who had 
two hits and stole two bases in that game in the one to nothing game. So they're in first place at 10 and 0. Greenwood is 7 and 3 and then Harrison had knocked them down to 8 and 4 or so 6 and 4. A little insight on Riley Lowry. Her mother was Becky Degnan who played on the undefeated NJCAA National Champion Basketball Team at West Ark in 1994-95. Yeah. Well, and her dad Mike. and her grandfather yep are in the Arkansas Softball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yep. So she got a little bloodline there. She she's uh got some got genes. Some, yeah, she? got some genes there. A little little uh, softball. She remembers. She remembers. She doesn't remember it, but she said <laughs> the first time she went to a game. This is based on what her dad told her. Uh, was uh, she was just a few weeks old, and she was uh, at the Bush tournament in Little Rock. Okay. Okay. Also want to mention in the 4A1, the Gravit girls got a big win on Tuesday. They beat Pea Ridge 5-4. to four. Um, Also, the Farmington Lady Cardinals improved to 15-1 and one, um, in the conference. So you got Gravit, Pea Ridge, and, and uh, Farmington all right there just slugging it out in the 4A1. And that'll, that'll be a great district tournament, which will translate probably into a great regional tournament, which will translate into a great state tournament for the 4A1 teams. Hey, what a great uh, uh, year for Farmington yeah. in all sports. Of football, both basketball teams yeah. combined, I don't know, 50 and 2 or whatever, state champion there. And now you move to spring sports. Baseball won their base, conference. And baseball. Softball's in that mix. And now I think they even play a little soccer. Um, so Henry, the th- 4A1 uh, conference district baseball and softball tournaments will be played at Gravit next week. Right. Is that right? Next, next week, week. At Gravit. Now, Paul, I know you've been over to Gravit. You remember what how nice facilities that they have in Gravit. Beautiful. Well, now they've turfed them. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, they took it from very nice to, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, nice. Um, so that'll be there. Uh, also want to mention, also in the little bit of lower classifications, um, the Mansfield girls are on a roll. Yeah. Uh, Leland, they're probably going to win the 3A-1 or four, I don't remember which conference they're in. I think the three, I don't know, Henry. It, it may be, Lena, are they 3A4 or 3A1, Mansfield? Mansfield, I, I think, think it's, believe it's 2A. I, are they I think 2A? it's the 3A1. Because oh, I thought Hackett is 2A, right? Is Hackett 2A or Mansfield 2A? Yes. Hackett's um, 2A with Lamar, right? I, I mean, with uh, Lavaca. Or is it Mansfield 2A with Lavaca? Uh, Mansfield's 2A. Mansfield's 2A, Lavaca yeah. 2A. Is Hackett 3A? Uh, they're two A. Okay. Woo. Well, that's gonna be a heck of a. That'll yeah, be a heck of a, a reach. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be something else. Um. So anyway, good softball all the way around. Henry, you're the track guy. Any? We also want to mention too the McDonald's relays. Uh, for track is Thursday tomorrow Thursday at Southside. Um, that'll be a great what? track. Weather permitting. Weather permit. Yeah, we're supposed yes. to get storms. Especially that, especially that hundred meter dash between Damari Smith and Nick Bell. Yeah, there you go. So that'll be a good one. But any other uh, big highlights in track, Henry, that you want to mention? Yeah, uh, one very notable one that's coming up that has just come up, and since we haven't mentioned it yet, it's feet of the week time. Oh yeah, it and, is. And, and this, I know you probably are you going with, are you going with the with Miss Fifty? Are you going with Miss Fifty? Nope. Nope. This okay. Is something else. Okay. All right. This feat happened with eight feet. Like that had a, to be relay. Like a cow? Yeah. Or, ah, an octo- or an octopus. Ah, yeah. So, <laughs> Bentonville's 
four by eight hundred meter relay team. In so that's girls. four girls running two hundred meters. No, four no. girls running 800 eight hundred meters. Ooh. Oh wow! Ooh, yeah. okay. Two times around. That's the two track. times around the track. They went to the Kansas relays Saturday. Okay, and for the second straight week, they have surpassed the state overall record in that event. Wow! They ran wow. it. Uh, wow! The state record. Now. That people can ask, why isn't the state record? Well, the oh, AAA yeah. rule is you, have to, you can only set a state yeah. record in either a state meet yeah. or the meet of champs. Yeah. Right. The right. state record was set in 2016 by Bentonville, 9 minutes, 31.46 seconds. This four girls, Allison Fernstrom, Devin O'Daniel, Hannah Hansen, and Madison Galindo, ran it Saturday in nine minutes, 27.40 seconds. Wow. Wow. It shattered it. Wow. Wow. And and I I got the pleasure yesterday spending a little time with Pam Raymaker, the wife of Bentonville coach Randy Raymaker. Randy, yep, yep. And she was telling me, this, while we were enjoying great weather, while this was happening in Kansas – it was 44 degrees with Ooh. like a 30 mile an hour wind blowing. That's a little chilly. Yes, it is. And I'd run fast too to get yeah, back and put my sweats on. Guarantee you. And he said, and she had told me, Randy was hoping they would break 920. I'd, I'd have broke 820 trying to get <laughs> trying to get back to warm warm uh, so, temperatures. So so they'll get a chance here in a couple of weeks to try to get that state record. Now, Paul, I know you're a track guy. Yeah. Leland, you're a track guy. Ricky, you might be a track guy, but I know Leland and Paul are. I know Henry is. I sent this to Henry on Facebook. There was a district track meet held in Texas over the weekend. The eighth-place runner, the eighth-place runner in the 100 meters in that race, in that day, ran a 10-7. Goodness. The eighth-place? The eighth-place wow. runner ran a 10-7. The fourth-place guy who didn't medal, who didn't, who didn't place, ran a 10-4. Wow. And didn't place. That's moving. That's moving. Yeah. I don't know what district that is, but you run a 10-4 yeah. and you don't even place in the top three? <laughs> Goodness. I mean, are you kidding me? That's unbelievable. So uh, Henry gave us a little segue, so we're going to stay with Henry, and we're going to start our feats of the week. Henry is going to go first. We'll go around the table and see what we got. Henry, you are on the clock. Well, actually, I'm oh, going to defer you're, it because are you doing your, I, I did track. Relay. Well, I could got, do a second one, oh, you got to, but okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer it to the person who saw it, and that was Leland. The no, the, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, so yeah. you got your feet of the week, Leland. You're, you're up. Well, I have, um, you know, I, I've got a couple, but, yeah, um, Ross Felder, and I'll tell you what, yeah. he was great to talk to after the game. He threw 58 of his 98 pitches. For strikes, yeah. Leland froze up on us. He for got, strikes, he got so he struck out 11. He started thinking about the no-hitter. And, you know, he started thinking about it a little bit in the fifth and sixth. Well, then in the seventh, after a strikeout, he walks two batters in a row. Okay. Now he's starting to think, you know, hey, you know, let's just get the win now. Yeah, yeah. Then he's got two call third strikes to end it uh, and and for the uh, for a no-hitter, which, like I said, along with Jason DeLamars back uh, a couple of weeks ago, that's the first complete game seven or complete game seven any no hitter since 2010 in the conference. So, okay. what an amazing feat for uh, for him. Well, you said you had another one. You have another one. 
Well, I've got, you know, I could go with Anna Woolsey, who yeah. scored 50 points Miss 50. again. 50. We're changing won her name 100, to Miss 50. Yeah. Won the 100, 200, 400, 100-meter uh, hurdles and the long jump or the high jump. Uh, pole vault, pole vault. Or I could go with Mackenzie Freeman, who threw her fourth. Uh, and that's my, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. Okay, well, I said I said I could go with that one, but I'm not. Or that's I could mine. go with Allison Edwards. Get off Edwards, my turn. Get but, off my lawn, man. Get off my lawn. Okay. Or I could go with Allison Edwards, but Rick Fires has already made her the player of the week. So I am going to go with Lexi Franklin, who got her oh, 600th yeah. career she strikeout. Did. She did. And a, and in a 6-5 to five win over Gentry on Monday, she had a double, a triple. This is in addition to pitching. Yeah. She had a double, a triple, and a solo homer in the bottom of the seventh to win it. Wow. That's a pretty good day, Ricky Fires. That's a pretty good day. Yeah. All right, Ricky Fires, give me your feet of the week. Um, I was joking earlier about the, so the soccer game, and I said whoever had to win in the first half, and my goodness, Harbor hit Bentonville with everything. Five, six shots on goal and everything. And Bentonville, the home team, the league leader, probably would have lost that game if not for the play of Eli Alexander, freshman goalkeeper. Oh, freshman. freshman. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it was an assault on him because Harbor knew they had that 35-mile-an-hour win behind them, and they uh, brought an extra attacker, a striker up, and they pummeled them pretty good there, especially in the first five, six, seven minutes, and then they kind of uh, slacked off. They got one past them, but this little freshman – yeah, you know, I look. I said, "Man, that kid's playing well. What grade is he in? Freshman?" Wow. I said, "What? A freshman? What?" what? So, so he's playing against seniors, and he did an excellent job to keep the home team, the league leader, from losing on their own turf. There so, Eli Alexander is my feet of the week for his F E E T, but he also yes. uses H A N D S hands as a goalie. You can use that, both. That, that's it. Yeah, yeah, you can do both. All right, my feet of the week, which Leland kind of gave you a little bit of a sneak preview, was Mackenzie Freeman of Hackett. She threw her 10th career perfect game. Now, listen, this game, wow. Leland, did you follow this on Game Changer? It was a 1-0 game through six complete innings against Charleston, who previous to playing Hackett this, this game absolutely pummeled a very good uh, Lavaca team. Um, you know, I mean, Charleston is legit. Uh, and then Hackett ended up scoring four runs in the uh, in the top of the seventh. They ended up winning it uh, 5-0, but a perfect game for McKenzie, perfect game number four for this season, number 10 in her career. And, oh, by the way, she's a sophomore. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She is a sophomore. And, wow. and the 10 is a state record. It is a state record. So she has the record now, and I will imagine that that record will be – she's going to be her, – her by the time she's done, she's going to have the – Nobody's ever going to touch uh, Pete Rose's hit record. Nobody's ever going to touch uh, DiMaggio's 56-game record. Yeah, that record. Hell, maybe nobody's ever going to beat the Miami Dolphins' uh, undefeated record. Maybe. I mean, you know. What about been, games played, Major League Baseball? Uh, could be Cal Ripken. Yeah. yeah that. So, yeah. Mackenzie Freeman's going to be right up there in records that will never be touched. Yes. She will be that uh, – I would imagine by the time her career is over with, no pressure there, McKenzie, but, um, you know, it's it's there for you. Um, so, uh, and Henry, did you have one more, or were we were you good with that? Good with yours? We're good with that. Like I said, I was going to defer my, okay. that one. Okay, so i got to tell you guys a story, and our listeners a story, and, and Leland, I think you will really love this. So, 
I'm helping my son coach a coach pitch baseball team, eight eight and under, and our my grandson's on the team. My son's son, Boston's on the team. We're the dirtbags, by the way, um, and the boys love Appropriate. that Appropriate. Yeah, yeah, they fantastic. love that. So uh, Paxton Helmkamp is on our team. He Helmkamp. is one of the younger boys of Dustin Helmkamp, yeah, okay. who is the Harbor coach. Now, let me tell you, on Sunday we had a practice – our little boys had a practice. Uh, we practice on Sundays, and we were up there, and we got a little boy on our team who's never played before. He's a single parent home, never played before, and he was struggling hitting the ball. And Dustin was up there, and Dustin said, came over and said, "Would you mind if I worked with him a little bit?" Now, first of all, this is the Harbor baseball coach who's got way plenty of things to do on his plate. He got more, but yeah. he said, "I see a little boy who's eight years old who's struggling. I want to try to help him a little bit." So, Paul, you'll love this. He, this little boy was a—he's our catcher. And uh, now it's this coach pitch, so he's yes, you know, yeah, it, it, I got but you. but he plays there all of every game, and so anyway, Dustin takes him out to right field and uh, has him out there for about twenty minutes, and I'm glancing back, seeing if he's ready to come back and hit again or whatever. Finally, after about twenty minutes or so, he comes back, he says okay, and the kid gets in the box on the left hand side, not the right hand side where he had been it, but on the left hand side, and he gets up there and he hits a couple couple little shot little balls down the third baseline. I'm like, ooh. He's just converted this kid into a Henry left-handed hitting catcher. Okay? Nice. How valuable nice. is that? Okay? All right. So he helped him a little bit, get hit, putting the bat on the ball. Monday night, after Ross Felder throws the per, the no-hitter on the road, Harbor's got to be excited, right, about that. I get a text from Dustin Helmkamp that said, how did our little catcher do last tonight hitting the ball? Did he get any hit? You know, the one – you know, a little lefty, Beautiful. and I'm like, Beautiful. wow. Helmkamp's kid just throws a, per- a, a no-hitter wow. on the road, and, and he's thinking about that's, an eight-year-old boy that he's helped on Sunday try to learn how to play. That's what makes Dustin Helmkamp different. That's what wow. uh, yeah. a, a man giving back to a little yeah. kid, that, that's what you want in yeah. a coach. Um, he saw something right there, so, yeah. man, I always knew Dustin was like that, and yeah. I love that story about him. Yeah, it's a great story, and I'm like, man, and I sent him back a text, and I'm, I said, I had, because he got a hit Monday night. Great. He wow. got a hit. Almost got side? two. Yeah, from the left side. Almost yeah. got two. One went lit, just barely foul, and he, he swung at the next one, missed it. But he got two hits on the left hand side. got one hit oh, on the left hand side, good. One that's a little bit fair, so almost got two hits. But anyway, I, so I sent him back a text and said, dude, like with 10 exclamation points. <laughs> first of all, I saw how awesome is it that you're thinking about an eight-year-old yes. kid after your kid's you know, just thrown a, a, a no-hitter. That's awesome. And he did great, and thank you. You know, thank yeah. you. And uh, so anyway, it's funny. The mom on the team, she doesn't know who Dustin Helmkamp is. You know, she don't know who he, who he is. So we're getting ready with practice, whatever we're talking, and, 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 she, and I looked at her and I said, do you know who that was helping <laughs> helping your son? <laughs> oh, there she goes. No, and I said it's the harbor. It's the harbor head baseball coach. She goes, really? And I said, yeah. Been on this team. Membership kind of has its privileges. Yes, we're, we're lucky we got his son on the team, <laughs> yeah. and we get dad to go with it. Yeah. So that's awesome. So anyway, that's I thought you guys Fantastic. would like that story. You'd like that. That generates a kid. He may be a baseball player the rest of his life. Yeah, could be. He's, you know, yeah. when, when you fail all the time, you just don't want to do it. But now he's got some success. Yeah. He may stick with it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, what else do we have on the agenda? Anything else? I do know, uh, of course, we we're talking a lot about spring sports, stuff like that. Uh, there is a football coaching search going on right now at Berryville. At Berryville, correct. Uh, so uh, Now, uh, Brian has stepped down at Berryville to – 
does he already got a job near? I think you mentioned he wanted to be closer to his family Fam- in Hot Springs. Does he have a coaching job there, or is he just moving to that area? Uh, from what I was told, he's just moving there. Moving there. I okay. don't know about a job there or anywhere like okay. that. So okay. that one, that position is open. So, okay. uh, and I talked to uh, Brian Compton about. It. I said, "Hey, how fast do you think you guys can fill it?" And they, they said they're hoping in, in three weeks. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, Leland, we also still have a basketball boys basketball coaching search going on at Greenwood, or has that been filled yet? Uh, that has not been filled yet. Um, completely officially okay okay but it sounds like you might yeah. have something in get, your back pocket close, there huh? yeah. Well, in back yeah, pocket. yeah there's an interesting story and then also alma girls coach coaching position is also still open that is correct that's correct um also want to mention too henry let the people know what we got coming up for track because track is on a faster track for the spring. <laughs> How do you like how I worked that in there? On a little faster track than the other sports. So tell us, tell everybody what we got coming up for track here pretty soon. Next week, we will have conference meets. Okay. So, I, like the 4A1, the 6A West will be at Rogers Heritage, the 5A West. All conference meets will be held next week, whether it's Tuesday or Thursday, whatever the case may be. The following week, we go into state meet mode right where tuesday we'll have the state on that tuesday the state 4a meet will be at clarksville Clarksville, gotcha and that's where if you want to go see anna woolsey run and she's going to complete one of the most decorated girls track careers this state's ever seen she's on a run like nothing i've ever seen before where she has scored 50 or more points is it five meets in a row, something like that? Four meets. Five in a row? meets this five year. Five meets this year. Wow! So if you want to go see this this young lady, that would be where you could go see her over at Clarksville next on oh, the Tuesday after the, the first next. Tuesday in May. First Tuesday in May. So and then the following day we'll have the Class One A state meet, which will will be at Lincoln, a three A school. But right, they're hosting. Uh, they're host probably like the new school or Ozark Catholic will play the host. But gotcha. Gotcha. Then Thursday, that Thursday, the Class 6A state meet will be at Fort Smith Southside. And that's where you could see Nick Bell and Damari Smith lock up in that 100. Leland, is that correct? Henry, Absolutely. anybody yep. else to be watching they're, for in that 100? Well, they're both uh, – They're both. Uh, the schools are both listed as coming. And I guess also um, that relay team that Henry was talking yeah, about Bentonville. should be there as well. yeah. yeah. So that will be Thursday, the first mm-hmm. Thursday in May at Southside right. for the 6A. And then, of course, around the rest of the state, the 5A, 3A, all the other state meets will be held that week. And then, Henry, mm-hmm. all the best athletes will come up here the following week to Fayetteville. Actually, it's Russellville. Or Russellville for the meet of champions. Right. Uh, so we've got that coming up. And then toward the end of May, middle to the end of May, the heptathlon, decathlon. So if you didn't get a chance to see Anna Woolsey at the 4A state track and field meet at Clarksville, you could come see her up here at Fayetteville in the girls' heptathlon where she would be a favorite to win the heptathlon, I would think. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what's going on with track. We also we also mentioned earlier that next week um, is district tournaments for baseball and softball for schools 
in class 4A and below, and those are being played at different locations. Uh, we'll have all that scheduled in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. We've got that going on. And then soccer is moving on toward the end of its regular season, uh, along with 5A and 6A baseball, and those state tournaments will be coming up um, the, the uh, first right in the first week of, of May, second week of May. Uh, so we've got that going on. So we're wrapping. And then, and then we've got spring football. We've got spring football here, too. So uh, that'll be popping up here real quick. So um, anyway, it is a busy, busy time. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll get good weather. and We won't get any lawn delays or anything like that. We, might, we have had snow the first week of May. It's Henry happened. covered a track meet one time at Bentonville that had snow. It's happened. <laughs> Don't <laughs> remind me. <laughs> that is the coldest feeling I ever oh, had, had wow. in quite some time. It was a little cool. So, uh, and of course, Paul, you've been catching the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, and they're at they're, home uh, yes. for a homestand this week. Yes, they so are. So they will be uh, they'll be playing out their homestand. It'll be Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Uh, Sunday afternoon, and then they'll hit the road. So if you want to go catch some Naturals Good games. Uh, had a guy hit three three out last night. John Rave hit three homers yeah. in a game. I mean, that's big That's big time. And, Paul, they still – do you know – you might not know. Are they, are they still doing fireworks on Friday nights, or do you they, know? I believe, I believe yeah. they are, yes. Yeah, so for kids, uh, kids would love that. And then Paul and mentioned – it's a great fireworks oh, display, yeah. too. And, Paul, you also mentioned, I think this was last week or a couple or, or week before or something, that they've also got some new stuff out there for kids. They do. Um, they do. Do. They they have new inflatables and stuff, you know. You they can have a good time. Yeah, and then you can go eat barbecue nachos. And if you've never had those, folks, uh, let me just oh, tell you. Oh, you need to. Ooh boy, yeah, they're they're good ones. So that'll wrap up this edition of the Prep Riley Podcast, and uh, we'll be back next week, and we will uh, give you a little bit more of a preview of those conference tournaments coming up. Maybe a little bit more preview of track as we get ready for those conference meets and state meets coming up. And of course, we'll have our feats of the week like we always have. So for Henry Apple, Paul Boyd, Leland Barclay, and Ricky Fires, I'm Chip Souza. Thanks for listening to us, and we'll be back next week with the Prep Riley Podcast. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.